0: I said when I was going through the papers this morning, the Irish Times had a story that the Irish writer John Banville was the subject of a hoax when he was told he had won the Nobel Prize for Literature. I would have thought an extremely cruel uh, hoax. Uh, John Banville, good morning. Can you tell us the story of what happened? And I'm really sorry that it did happen to you. Well
1: it was exciting while it lasted. (laughs) Good attitude, yes. For about forty minutes I was a Nobel Prize winner. Um, I learned a lot of things about myself in the forty minutes, I can tell you. Uh, and since I'm a novelist all experience is material.
0: Right. It wasn't wasted.
1: Yeah. I was at my physiotherapist, I was having some job work done on my my poor sore hip. And I was lying face down on the couch. I'd kept my phone with me because I thought that if an Irish writer won, I would be called for a comment. And call came through at 11.23, I think. Stockholm. Um, Person on said, "This is Mats Malm. I'm permanent secretary of the Swedish Academy. You won the Nobel Prize." Wow. He said, "You and another woman, whom I won't name," um, and he said, "You know." He was very convincing. He said, you know, which prize you want. you want it for 2018 or 2019? Because they were awarding two prizes. He read me the citation they were going to publish. Um, so as I say, he was convincing. And anyway, you know, who was I to disbelieve? Somebody telling me I'd won the Nobel Prize.
0: But uh, it it seems utterly extraordinary because I know from reading that you that you were asked to ring back and you did ring back, and I no just I was w-
1: no I wasn't asked to ring back. Oh, were you not? I checked the number and I phoned it back to verify it, and it was the Swedish Academy. But of course, I couldn't get through to the Swedish Academy because the lines were all blocked. But it was the Swedish Academy, so that was an extra thing that convinced me. And um,
0: and then when did you hear otherwise?
1: Well, I. Phoned everybody I could think of to tell them this is wonderful news. People were in tears, people were throwing their hats in the air. And then my daughter phoned me at noon and said, Dad, uh, I'm watching this live and you're not one of the winners. So I immediately thought, Oh God, it was a hoax. Uh, so then I had to spend the next 20 minutes or so phoning everybody I had phoned to say, Oh God. Can- cancel the champagne. <laughs> you can put, put your hat back on. Um, uh, it's, it's a hoax. Uh, then when I when I finished those calls I had a voice message from the same person saying, This is Mats Malm, I'm very, very sorry, there was a disagreement in the committee, we had to get it two other people, um you know, I'm ashamed, it's it's terrible and he was quite quite convincing. Um, but as I say, one one believes what one wants to believe. Um, but maybe he
0: was the real person.
1: No, he wasn't because I watched Mats Malm on the stream thing, you know, the yeah. YouTube or whatever you call it. And uh, I listened to him very carefully and it wasn't the same man. I assume it was somebody inside the Swedish Academy, somebody just who, and I really don't think that I was a target of it. I think it was somebody trying to cause trouble for the Academy to cause a scandal. I think he assumed that I would immediately rush to the newspapers and rush to the radio and television saying, you know, I should have won this. You know, they changed their minds, right. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so at least I didn't do that.
0: Yeah, the the only thing is that I, I saw there were a lot of objections to the Austrian writer Peter Handke, who was one of those named... And you know those headlines, Outrage At, uh, because he was a great supporter of Milosevic and the Serbs during all that dreadful period of the war. And I wonder if maybe there wasn't a discussion as between you and him. (laughs) I'm trying to be kind here now.
1: You're you're doing very well. Uh, Perhaps there was, but uh, I don't think this whole call had to do with it. I mean, Anka is a... a a good writer but uh, you know as well as I do my writers should never be asked to give their views on politics uh, we should stay out of it because we usually put our foots in our mouths uh, and he certainly did Owen Milosevic. but you know I, the, it's, it's a Nobel Prize in literature it's not a Nobel Prize in politics or in no, yes. political correctness or being nice yes. and good it's it's for you know for your body of work and thank is, is a
0: Well, you have a string of awards to your name.
1: Yes, I I will go and polish them now, cheer myself (laughs) up. (laughs) Most of them I use the doorstop.
0: Do you really think it was some cruel so-and-so doing this, without bearing in mind that, you know, it's just a lousy thing to do?
1: I say again, I really don't think I was the target of this. I was just collateral damage. Uh, I think he was out to to harm the academy. I imagine he's some functionary inside the academy with a grudge and was trying to cause trouble.
0: Right. Well, particularly if, as you say, you double checked the number and it was indeed the academy. I mean,
1: it's, it's ironic, isn't it? It, it? it wasn't even aimed at me. <laughs> <laughs> double himself.
0: Anyway, listen. We all think it would be great if you got it.
1: You're very kind. (laughs)
0: Uh, Not normally, but anyway, on this one, I just thought (laughs) it was really mean. Anyway, John Van listen, continued success to you because you are and have been so enormously successful, and we will leave it there, and we will pause for the Angelus.